This is the Helena Hancock podcast, episode 32. No, it's not. No. 52. 52. What? 53. Are you sure? What's my name? This is the Helena Hancock podcast, episode 52. This week, 21,000 complaints. What did I say? I'm going to have to change it on the thing, otherwise I'm just going to say it. <laughs> You'll never make it in show business, Gary. <laughs> oh, sorry, go on. This is the Helena Hancock podcast, episode 53. This week, 21,000 complain, the $500,000 balloon ride, and one social networking tool that wants to know if you are keen on multiplying. Podcasting live from London, this is Gary, uh, and standing in for Patrick and Heather this week are John and Edward from X Factor. Edward, before you go, I want to give you something. Oh, it's beautiful. But wait a minute, isn't this? Yeah, yes it is. But I thought the old lady dropped into the ocean yet. Well, Edder, I went down and got it for you. Oh, you shouldn't have. Oops, I Oh, those funny little twins. <laughs> I've never watched it, so I have no idea what you're talking How can you about. Not know I've never watched it, but I know everything about them. <laughs> do, oh you not, do, you, do you go around with like a blindfold over your eyes and earmuffs or something? It's a... <laughs> I must do. Yeah. Oh, it's I hilarious. Know. I know who Simon Cowell is. There's a girl with a very large mouth who's thick as two short planks. Um, there's, yeah, there's these Stacey. funny twins. Um, and there's um, Danny Minogue made a homophobic jibe, a, a gay contestant. Um, she and, didn't. And uh, what else has happened? Um, and you don't watch it. <laughs> no, no, but I know all these things. <laughs> oh, oh, there's, there's a group of ex-strippers on there who dress like strippers and they were told off for dressing like strippers. They're gone. Oh, yes. They're They've gone already. Yes. They're, they're no longer on the show. Yes, I think they'll be up a pole now. Oh, dear. Uh, but it, it is absolutely amazing the the whole X Factor thing. If you haven't been seeing it, I, I mean, I, I I am kind of a bit addicted to it. Do you think those little twins will win? Um, oh God, no! Please, no, no. Are they bad? Oh my goodness! Yes. <laughs> well, I have to. I'm, I'm half boycotting. Well, you know, I'm half. I'm not watching X Factor, but I'm sort of half boycotting Strictly Come Dancing after, you know, um, Arlene Gate. And, um, and if I have to listen to Alicia Dixon say, "You was much more often. You was good. You was great." It's like, "You was not conjugating properly." Like, oh. <laughs> no, she said. She said it weren't bad. Oh, that's what she said this Saturday. I thought of you. <laughs> oh, it's unreal, isn't it? My parents would have given me a clip around the ear if I'd spoken like that. It was the quickest way to wind my mum up was dropping an ing or, or using bad grammar. And, you know. <laughs> Your mum needs to come and sort Alicia Dixon out. Yes, <laughs> and to sort out well everyone really, most people. <laughs> But anyway, Gary wants to talk about the twins, so let's let him talk about the twins. I don't really. Well, oh, yes, you do. <laughs> they are just... I mean, there are some irritating people on TV, but they have become um, number one. And there are so many people that just want them gone from the show. Um, and there was a good comment from The Guardian's Stuart Heritage, who said that this week's X Factor saw an almost unprecedented level of hatred pitched towards the Irish twins John and Edward Grimes when it emerged that they'd been saved ahead of desperately anonymous eventual loser Ricky Looney. <laughs> <laughs> Is he the one with the big hair? Uh, no, 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 he's another eventual loser. 
Yes, he's a, yeah. a weird one, isn't he? Um, so I don't get it. Who saved them? What does? What do you mean the the judges saved them? Well, you get the public vote, and then the people with the two the, the lowest two people in the show have to then do a sing off, um, and then the judges have to say who they're going to send home. Right. Um, but John and Edward um, were not in the bottom two, so oh, I see. so someone's voting for them. So somebody's voting for them exactly. Of course, this will be the end of the X Factor, this booing now, because that's where it all started to go wrong for Big Brother was when they began booing on evictions. Usually, yeah. It used to be the first two or three series, everyone got a clap. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, that's very philosophical, Patrick. Mm. Mm. I never thought about that. But I just, you know, I used to be quite addicted to the X Factor, you know, like you, Gary, and I was addicted to the previous shows before that. I used to be like you, Gary, but I've moved on. Yeah. (laughs) It did sound very much like that, didn't it, the way she said that? (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean it. I mean, as you are now, that's what I was like. But I don't mean I've moved on. It's just, I just developed this kind of loathing for Simon Cowell over the years. That's that's my big problem. I just think he's a twat, really, basically. My name... my, my, na- my name is anymore. my name is Heather, and I only watch documentaries on BBC Four. Yes, <laughs> if it's no. not about Albanian lesbians in the twenties, I'm not interested. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I watch Strictly, which is just as trashy on the other channel. <laughs> so I just watch the BBC One trash rather than the ITV trash. That's the difference, isn't it? Talking of trash, um, let's talk about Jan Moore. Um, oh, nice segue. <laughs> and also Louis Walsh as well. There's a connection there. Uh, very good. What you believe is true. And I will keep you safe and strong. Shelter from the storm. Press Complaints Commission says it will ask the Daily Mail to respond to complaints about a column it ran on the death of Boyzone singer Stephen Gately. The PCC said it had received more than 21,000 complaints since its publication on the 16th of October, the most ever made about a single newspaper article. Jan Moore's article said that Gately's death struck a blow to the happy ever after myth of civil partnerships. She has denied there were any homophobic undertones to her comments. I can't not laugh when I read that. (laughs) Well, it's hilarious. How can you put a sentence like that and then say but maybe it's because what she's saying is it's blatantly homophobic there's no undertone because you don't even need to read some yeah. subtitles oh that's <laughs> clever that would be yeah that's clever i don't think so though i don't think that's what she means and she's saying it's an orchestrated campaign it's like well so well, which it is but um <laughs> I, mean, I, I have to say though you know i'm going to take a slightly controversial stance here um, you know, all these people, they haven't actually campaigned. They've clicked a mouse button, you know, so, you know, which I think should be borne in mind. But equally, you know, I just find all this a bit, you know, all these cameras, or, or for a start, before I get into my, my serious bit, you know, um, apparently the campaign is being led by Stephen Fry on Twitter, which makes me want to do the exact opposite of what it says. And well, you, and Charlie, you're, Charlie Brooker as well. You're not allowed to mention Twitter without mentioning Stephen Fry these days. Yeah. It's the no. Um, 
but also, you know, this is all this mob stuff that the internet seems to bring out, I find a bit disturbing. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you know, okay, she's published this article. It's not a very nice article, but it's par for the course. That's what you get if you buy the mail. That's what you're paying for. You know, it's no better or worse than what they publish every day. But this has got traction online, and people are clicking it because they're going to be sort of cool with their friends or, you know, oh, oh yeah, you know, I've got to get in with the crowd and, you know, click on this anti-Gen Moy article. And it's how Nazi Germany got started. You know, it really is. You know, it's not – it's all that, this mob mentality of it I find really disturbing about the internet when things like this is it mob mentality or is it that people just have access to more information yeah i agree with gary i think it's just that it's that it's easier because in the past you know i think that jen i'd be very surprised i don't really don't agree with you i'd be very very surprised that you know most of those people complain just because they felt they should i think most people complain because they genuinely were offended and you know now they can easily do it it's much easier to do yes because you can do it online where in the past you would have had to write a letter and know who to write to and find the address and you know so i think it's i yeah, think it's just because it's simple i've done I, it. I, I mean i haven't there's done a real it, element but... of mob mentality about it though which which i find disturbing you know it's like you know i've had about 12 people email me wanting me to sign it and i i don't know i i, I can't express it any better than that but i do find it slightly disturbing and it's not it's not just this one you know whenever you get something like this that you know blows up and you know it blows up for two or three days and you know everyone's you know out there doing all this and I don't know I'm just maybe I'm just not a good um, a good group uh, so you mentioned um, Charlie Charlie Brooker um, yeah. in, in The Guardian he wrote um, the funeral of Stephen Gately has not yet taken place the man hasn't been buried yet nevertheless Jan Moore of the Daily Mail has already managed to dance on his grave for money it has been 20 minutes since I've read the now notorious column and I'm struggling to absorb the sheer scope of its hateful idiocy it's like gazing through a horrid little window into an awesome universe of pure blockheaded spite. You see, I, I just find that language guys. really upsetting. I really do. I just, oh, yeah. I, lo- that... I love Sally Brooker. Yeah, no, I like him. I enjoy his columns, yeah. but I find that that is just, you know, that that is real whipping up the mob. You know, that is. But maybe, yeah. maybe on this one, the mob needs whipping up. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's absolutely hateful. The fact that she manages to bring in um, the death of Matt Lucas's partner. I mean, for God's sake, it's like because he was gay and he died. Exactly. I mean, it's just extraordinary. And you know, I have to say, I, I thought about complaining about the way his death was reported because that was just appalling. It's like you know, a tragic thing happened a young man dies and that all they can do is talk about which other celebrities have had civil partnerships so you know and he's just extraordinary I, yeah no I, I I agree with Gary I think it's fine I read the I read the entire article from from um, um, that foul woman and you, yes I read it and because I, I wanted to read it because I wanted to make sure that the that the headlines that had been pulled out all of those sections weren't misleading it or that you know as Patrick said it had you know, had, had it been um, you know whipped up 
up. But when you actually go through it, I mean, she does say some fairly un, you know, unpleasant things. And but the headlines that are out are the worst of it, um, such as um, um, Gately Civil Partnership um, to Andrew Coles le- um, left on the picture on in the Daily Mail, and Bulgarian student Georgi Dojov right were at the apartment on the night of the singer's death. What happened before they parted is known only to the two men still alive. What happened afterwards is anyone's guess. I mean, it's just lurid. It's It's lewd, rude and crude. And also the fact is that he died from pulmonary edema and it's it's a natural death. And, you know, as Charlie Booker Booker points out, you know, internationally renowned forensic pathologist Jan Moore, you know, she says in the article that a 33-year-old young man doesn't just suddenly die and yet 12 die a week in this country from undiagnosed cardiac conditions. It's very common death. So, well, you know, well, obviously, obviously she must be um, a registered doctor to make comments like that, right? Exactly. It's just ridiculous. It's like, oh, it's, yeah. But the, and, and the I thing just that find this... it extraordinary. And how, I mean, I personally have known quite a few people to die that way. I can think of three, like, just off the top of my head that, I, you know, people I've known in my acquaintance. Um, and so you can't tell me that this woman, Jan Moore, has never known anyone just to, you know, die in their sleep or whatever, a young, healthy person. It's not that uncommon an occurrence. Another real sadness about Gately's death is that it strikes another blow to the happy ever after myth of civil partnerships. I mean, that is nonsense, isn't it? (laughs) How dare she? How dare she? No, no, because if you're in a civil partnership, you just one day will go to sleep and not wake up. That's, That's what she's saying. Well, I it think, strikes a blow. I, it's a no, I, th- I think what, I think what she's saying is is that you know it, it's all a sham because they're having uh, because cause she she's alleging or she's in, alluding to the fact that they may have had three in a bed hot sex, which I think um, an, a newspaper also reported during yes, the week the as well. Yeah, so it's like quite, the sun was quite restrained. Actually, they said um, where the men became intimate. Yeah, expression. But then <laughs> instead but then, of hot threesome action. But then the papers since have said that that was all rubbish anyway, haven't they? That like even the news of the world, I couldn't believe it. But I mean, I can't believe I've seen all these papers. But the news of the world actually said, you know, and CCTV cameras have shown that you know these reports were all untrue, which of mm. course is typical because they just make that crap up, don't yeah. they? But even if it is true, so what? No, no, I mean? exactly. Like, no, what, you know, I just I think what I find a bit hypocritical about all this is that you know. They're all sort of desperate to say it was, you know, it was a natural death and it wasn't hot threesome action and it wasn't drugs and stuff. And, and you know, so what if it was? Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, yeah, I, yeah. Not, I don't know. know. I have no problem yeah. with it if yeah. it was. Although, you know, obviously it's very sad that a young person dies no matter how they die. Yeah, but what I mean is it's yeah. like there's, there's some sort of good death and bad death. And no, no, I It's like I good AIDS and bad AIDS. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I think Jen Moore missed a trick there. The Daily Mail's usual one is, you know, strikes another blow to the happy ever after myth of, inverted commas, marriage. They, marriage? They always, they always prefer marriage in inverted commas to civil partnerships. Because <laughs> it's mm. fake marriage. No, pretend family relationships. Oh, Heather, that's so 80s. I that's know. So that, that was a great, that was a, um, a brilliant, um, you know, phrase that's just it's gone out of use unfortunately <laughs> uh, 
Well, that story is going to rage on. I think I think she is going to uh, get into a little bit of trouble over this one, though, because it certainly has created somewhat of a storm. Yeah. What is interesting is that, unless I've not seen it, is that no one stepped forward to defend her. You know, you usually get some sort of dinosaur, you know, trundling out to say, you know, it's quite all right. You know, no problem at all, you know. No, and, uh, they haven't, no. Yeah. Even the Daily Mail has, hasn't, really. They've run an article talking about all the complaints, which is... <laughs> Quite funny. Well, there's so many hot, hot um, buttons that you can push on on this one that I think people are just wanting to keep away from it because I think you just make one comment on this and it's just going to sort of reignite the fire. So I think uh, this one, the um, touch paper has been lit, and I think it really is time to retire to a safe distance. Like being sacked. <laughs> We shall see. Designing. Yes. Mm. Um, don't know about being sacked, but going to jail seems to be uh, where a certain couple in the US are headed. Did you see this story last week? Oh, I think it was yeah. like Thursday about the little boy in the helium balloon that wasn't oh, yeah. actually in the helium balloon. It yeah. was brilliant. I love the way he said it on television as well. You know, you, you can't, you know, if you're going to fake the media, don't get kids involved. There's, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's the old, you know, don't work with kids and animals, isn't it? So. <laughs> or maybe coach the child better. Yeah. So I should have known that being actors. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I wasn't, you know, wasn't he like a sort of little American child? Mommy, I think I'm going to barf. It's like, oh, God. You know, I'm not watching a sitcom. Well, maybe I am. It, it was, it was quite, quite dreadful. And apparently um, that disgusting family have already been on um, Wife Swap twice in the USA. Twice? Apparently. <laughs> they swapped with two other families. Yeah, those poor kids. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, they're, de- they're just desperate, aren't they, to be famous for nothing? Why? Why do they well, want it? Why do they want it? I don't, I don't get understand. it. I just don't get it. Do you think it's just money or...? No. Just fame. I think there's easier ways of getting money than going onto this re- onto these reality things. I don't actually know what those are, and I've had no success there either. But I'm, <laughs> I'm assuming there are easier ways of getting money than than going down those routes. It just seems incredible. We'll see you on Wife Swap in a few weeks' time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Prostitutions, presumably. Yeah. I tell you, if, if I if I'm on Wife Swap, then J- Jan Muir's going to go into an, <laughs> going to get her pen out again. They must, have done a, they must have done a, a gay wife swap short. Do you think? I, I haven't seen one. Right, well, I'm, I'm on no, they wife. have. Yeah, yeah. Checked. They um, have. They did... Uh, um, oh, God. It's What's her name? Rona Cameron was oh, one of God, them. Oh, God, her. If, yeah, if she can't, she can't really good. have a civil partner, can she? Having that moaning woman around. Yeah, her, her partner's really nice, actually. Um, oh, God. Yeah, um, and they, they, she did it. <laughs> They've definitely done it with, yeah. Right, kind of. 18th of July 2007, The Sun. Wife Swap is set up to ramp up the controversy with its first ever gay swap. <laughs> that sounds more like something that should be on Channel 5 late at night. Yes. <laughs> TV producers sued by gay wife swap man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! So apparently, um, these people that the, this this couple could actually face six years in prison and a fine of five hundred thousand dollars for what they've done. Oh, good! Yeah, got a good job. They should pay for all those ambulances and stuff. They should too. pay for it all, and I think they should do some time as well because I think you know it would really just send a message to people that you don't do this kind of thing. It just ain't on. Yeah, it's, it's kind of an extraordinary thing to dream up as well. 
like the, the idea that your child has gone off in a balloon it's just very bizarre isn't it I mean I suppose they could have put the kid down a well that always goes down well doesn't uh-huh. it? the Timmy O'Toole yeah <laughs> the child oh. down the well <laughs> oh benefit for Timmy <laughs> I mean, this, this this is nowhere near as bad as what was I can't I've forgotten the people's names, um, where 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 they um, were looking was it sh- for Shannon or something where they were looking for that girl, was it Shannon or oh, I got that wrong? Uh, can you give it more detail? Uh, Are you yeah. talking about Shannon Matthews? That's it. In, yes. Uh, oh yes. Of yes. course. Um, yeah. I mean that yeah, was that was that was similar yeah, that but was that was that was similar but more sinister in a way. Oh yes, and and uh, I'm sure that that woman got done, didn't she? Yeah. And the kids got taken away, etc. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's similar. I think I think this thing is similar. Uh, it's nowhere near as sinister, but it is similar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, because she did it for attention, and didn't she do it in order to get money from um, well wishers? Shannon oh. Matthews' mum. Yeah. 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 She'd seen the McCanns on television. That's right. She was inspired by them. Well, I think with this couple in America, they they just basically thought they could do lots of interviews, didn't they? And probably get paid to do interviews about their anguish when they thought their yeah. son was in the blue. Well, I mean, needless to state that that Karen Matthews woman had an enormous wide screen television, despite never having worked. <laughs> I like how the fact that I lo- actually I love that with that story. I was really impressed. I watched um, a documentary on it, and the police knew within a few minutes that the whole thing was a sham, because she was just so blatantly obvious when they went round to the house. But they had to keep playing along in order to find the girl. Yeah, yeah. It's quite clever, really. Wow. Oh, that's 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 why they're police. Yes, and not that's what sweepers. That's what we pay them for. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. And and they were as are we at all times thinking of the children. And it's just not on that people do this sort of thing. And somebody else that was thinking of the children uh, was a justice of the peace in. And I'm going to mispronounce this. I just know it. Uh, Tangafawa Parish in Louisiana. Um, basically, an interracial couple was denied marriage by this Justice of the Peace. Um, He said his reasoning for denying the marriage was, um, and the the couple involved were Terence McKay and Beth Humphrey, was that in his experience, interracial marriages do not last and he worries about the children's, uh, the the couple's future children. Oh, yes, I saw this. He insists he's not racist. He says, I'm not a racist. I do ceremonies for black couples right here in my house. My main concern is for the children. They usually, people like that usually say I'm not a racialist, don't they? He's <laughs> Mr. Trick there. <laughs> but I thought, surely that's illegal. Like, he's he's just got a job to do. I mean, he he can't have an opinion on, you know. Is that, I mean, is he allowed to do that? No. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think the whole thing, you know, it's such a much bigger deal in America, though, than it is here. It really is. Like, you know, it's only recently, like, like, I would say this Flash Forward program that's on at the moment, they've got an interracial in it. But I would say it's only in the last two or three years you've seen that on American TV. You know, it's a big, big cultural issue. And in yeah. a way that they, they would all deny, but it's true. Like, you know, you would see all those programs like Beverly Hills 90210 and Melrose Place. You, they never had interracial relationships they always had like the black couple who only ever dated black people and all that sort of thing mm. it's yeah but don't it's, forget it's as really well odd. with um er there was that whole thing wasn't there where um 
the the guy is it Dr. Benson, black guy. He um he was in a relationship with Alec Kingston, and the actor um, was so uncomfortable about it that that's why it, they changed it. Yeah. Because he yeah. didn't want to act. Yeah, he didn't basically didn't want to be a character who had a white partner. So I, I agree, it's still an issue. Yeah. Yeah, so they, because um, of course I think for Alec Kingston it sort of wasn't anything, you know, because like you said, mm. being British, yeah. I think it, it really isn't a big deal. But I think it's it's that it's that old attitude of, you know, equal but different, isn't it? Where, you know, you saw in the early part of the last century, all those, the men were saying, you know, they're not prejudiced against women, you know, but women have a different role from men. And yeah. It's a, it's a different way of looking at things. Not my way, but a different no. But I think, you know, for some black mm. people, they see it. Yeah, like that, like that actor. They sort of see it politically as well in a in a different way. Do you know what I mean? They sort of have issues. With, some people have issues with it. You know, like the whole um, oh, Louis Farrakhan, the Nation of Islam. Oh, him! What a nut. Yeah, mm. but that's his view, isn't it? They're very against it. So they, you know, if you join there, you can't. As a black person, you can't, um, you know, marry a white person. Or as far as I know, I mean, I'm pretty it's sure that's disgusting. That's isn't kind it? of yeah. his manifesto. And, and it's allowed as well. And, and you winked at. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Disgusting. Yes. You mentioned Flash Forward. Are you watching that? Yes. I'm going to watch it as soon as we finished here, in fact. Yeah. Okay. What if we finish early and it hasn't started? Huh. Well, um, I'll, I'll make myself a cup of tea. Oh, okay. I was going to say, <laughs> I was about to say, I bet Patrick's going to make a cup of tea. <laughs> Yes. Well, you know, it's um, you know, it, the fact that it's on Channel Five, I think, and you know, Lost was on Channel Four, tells you all you need to know about the comparison between the two programs. Because mm. it is made by the same people, right. isn't it, or written by the yeah. same people? Oh, written by the work experience students. Oh, it, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's you know, a pretty, made, it's a pretty dire Lost. script, um, isn't it? <laughs> everybody loves the idea, but the execution is—it really kind of leaves a little something to be desired, doesn't it? It's yeah. on the wrong page. Too. It should be on. On Sunday evening, you know, it's just a bit of trash to end the weekend with, you know, not to start the, the grim working week. Uh, yeah. what, what, what I like about it is the way that they don't spell things out to you week after week. It's like a guy comes in and says, I was just thinking about my cat, cuts the black and white picture, meow, comes back to him. <laughs> like, oh, that's what thinking about a cat looks like. Thank you for explaining that to me. I was a bit lost there for a moment. <laughs> The best bit of that was when you when you impersonated the cat. <laughs> that meow was excellent. Thanks. <laughs> Character yeah, no, acting. Right, every time they just like there's this really tedious story about this woman who's clearly seen herself having an affair with some guy. Oh God, and, yes. Oh. Oh. I think Every we've seen five her minutes, flash a... about 20 times. Yeah, absolutely. We just keep seeing the same I- image over and over because we're too stupid to remember it, clearly. I know, I know. It's like, yes, you're going to shag Miles from this life. We know. It's like, Miles has got oh, some a... with Is that who it is? Yes. I didn't even recognise him. Didn't you? I... Oh, my God. <laughs> but, you know, um, that's... That's something that I've noticed with American television that they've really started to do big time over the last few years is that clearly it's for their advert breaks. They will put like a little reminder of like yeah. what's happened and what's about to happen. And then, oh, my God, so, they do it here as well. Have you watched anything on Channel 4 recently? They're really bad for it. In um, it, You know, it's often in those reality TV things, so, you know, it's all packed. Oh, yeah, it's anyway, coming but, up. You know, yeah, yeah coming they'll say up coming up. And then when the they come back, they'll be like, oh, you know, we're in the home of Heather, who's a... Uh, uh, 
know, a horrific slatten and it's got rats living in a sofa or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but I, I, I record <laughs> everything. So I, and, and you just, you just sit there with a the remote in your hand and you can watch an hour program in like 35 minutes. But if you can, you can cut out all of that stuff it's really easily. Yeah. The, the one that's got me recently is the new Ruth Watson program on Channel 4. What's it? What's that? Um, well, it's, it's one about um, where she where she goes into um, a hotel. It's not like the hotel inspector where they go in and look at a fail business. They go in at the start when a com- when when people are just taking over a hotel, oh, okay. and she and she tries to help them in the first like six to nine months to get set up and get going in the right direction. But in terms of the way that the, the show is put together, they put they keep putting in these little bits where you think it's about to go to a break, but it doesn't. Oh, <laughs> like don't do that. You know, because you, you fast forward immediately. Oh no, it missed a bit, and you have to go back, and it just. Takes... Oh, I know. No, I find that, that as well. I find that annoying. You know, on the American programs here, when they they cut it for an ad at, at our times, and then it comes back, and like you know, a minute and a half later, there's an obvious ad break cut for yeah. the American version. You're like, why not just wait? Yeah. <laughs> I know it, it's it's weird, and when you when you watch stuff on um, some of the sort of. Uh, funny um freeview channels things like dave and they're showing like stuff that used to be on bbc one like dragon's den and somebody will be in mid-sentence and it just cuts yeah (laughs) and goes to a break and then it comes back right where it left off it's like okay well don't even worry about production then just you know hit the break (laughs) whenever it's time well also they have to cut um, because the BBC One programmes are an hour long, so they have to cut quite a few minutes out of them. And I find that when you're watching something, and you think um, there was a whole scene there that I, you know, I just I recall being an important part of the plot, and they just cut the whole scene. Well, so they don't even sort of care, carefully edit it, or maybe make it an hour and ten minutes in order to fit their adverts. In, well, it's not know. as bad as when ITV dropped an entire episode last year of, of was it Pushing Daisies or something? They said, well. Well, episode two really didn't you know move the story on very much and we were a bit tight for time in the schedule so we'll just drop it <laughs> was pushing daisies was what that the one about growing marijuana or no, no, that, that was no, weeds. no it's about the guy who touches the... people and they die oh right no not the david jukovny shagging everyone no that was California or ca- Californication, that was called. Cool. Oh, God. <laughs> How did that get past? Um, the talking talking of shagging everyone, I'm not going to let that link pass me by. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> would no, you... I, I, I served them, you returned them. I like it. <laughs> it's the perfect match, isn't it? Um, would you post your lovemaking locations on the web? Thousands of people are happy to, it seems, on a quirky site called I Just Made love it's a simple idea right click on a google map to post the location of your passionate moments select indoor or outdoor and choose from one of five selected positions as illustrated by the site's innocuous cartoon figures oh, um, words fail me words fail me and according to the article that they're they're intrigued as to why the figures are in pink and blue and it means you does that mean only that straight couples can add markers uh, whatever you think um you know it's 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 a bit funny well, it's... Uh, oh, I, just, I don't know. Where to start? Where to start? Talk about euphemisms. I just made love. <laughs> you know, it's like... Why doesn't it just say, we just shagged? 
<laughs> or we yeah. just had sex. <laughs> yes. And I just think, well, why would you want to tell anyone that? You know, unless you're, unless you're 15, you know, really. I mean, surely everyone grows out of that need. But also, it's um, it's you could just make it up. I mean, presumably, I would say the majority of people will do, won't they? They'll just go on and put any old thing up there. Oh, I can't imagine it's really. Yeah. Yes. You want to prove to your friend that you're a three times a night man? Just go to that website. Click, click, click. You're done. <laughs> oh. I don't know if it's proof. But it's oh, is it not? <laughs> incontrovertible proof. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I thought that. So, so are you going to sign up? <laughs> well, you know, I've already got about a thousand entries on there. Have you? <laughs> yeah. Very impressive. Just, just for a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even There's looked at silly, it to be silly, honest. Stupid attention gathering, attention seeking morons. So that's the hallmark of our age. That's it's what just this like it's is just doing. like Facebook, isn't it, and Twitter? Oh, well, Stephen Fry will probably be on it, and then it'll all be all right. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking, speaking of our, our favourite baits, baits noir, as they would say in, in French, um, I saw Don French's book is still number three. What now? Who's buying it? Where is it <laughs> number three? you've been promoting it, Patrick. You yes, that's, that's probably it. Isn't it? I, should, I should shut up about it. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I, I checked the Guardian books list this week, and yeah, she's in there at number three. Really? Um, and she's been in there for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. Did you check so that you could spit bile about Dawn French or were you just yes. randomly looking? <laughs> well, no, I always check out to see what people are buying. And I, I've been mean to spit bile every week, but this is the first week I've remembered. She's not She's not number 10 in Amazon's list, and that's the one that we use on, the, on this show. Good. Uh, well, she's not made that. No. Um, huh. It's Joe Brand. <laughs> She's number one. But the thing is that see um, milking the unfunny fat woman demographic. Oh. Well, the the uh, Guardian would be the more accurate one, surely. Probably. Well, well, you'd think. Um, yeah. This, the, this, obviously, these are just the ones that are selling on Amazon, so it's their yeah. demographic. Um, Ant and Dex books in there. Oh. Is that an autobiography? Yeah, it's a, a duo biography. Exactly. Yeah. It's called Ooh, What a Lovely Pair. Oh, oh God. Oh, 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 kill me. <laughs> oh, Patrick, yeah. you love Ant and Dick. No, I do. You I'm just. Love so, I wouldn't kill a silly idiot who thought up that title. Oh, but have catchy. you bought their book? No. I didn't think so. I don't think they could tell me much about my life. Excellent. <laughs> I'm going to buy it for you. It's a Christmas present waiting to happen. It is, yeah. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> for the nation's illiterates. <laughs> and on that slightly sour note. Firm but fair. Old and bitter. And no argument there. I think that will do it for this week. Bye. It's like we've marched into the grave. <laughs> I, I like the way Heather gets her buy in real quick there. Like, bye. Yeah. Bye. 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 See you later. See ya. <laughs>